0: everyone and welcome into um this week's edition of the uh, easy pods Um, this is NFL talk UK edition and I just want to jump straight into it obviously we've we've had a slate of games here in London so we had with the Jaguars take on the Atlanta Falcons and obviously we've had the Jaguars again playing what would have been a road game so in this case the Bills would have been at home and the Jaguars have come out on top both games now Obviously just want to talk about, you know, looking into this whole international series, we've had this for so many years now. What is the success with this? Have these games come a long way? Have they improved so in terms of every single aspect? Um listen, I've never been the biggest fan personally of having an NFL team in London. I don't think I don't even think that's practical. I don't think that works. I mean, can you imagine a team in uh, California, any California team having to fly across the USA and then across the Atlantic and then all the way to London just to play a game. I mean that doesn't it's just not practical. You just can't do that really. And or even from Seattle, imagine having to fly across across the entire nation and then across the ocean to this other side of the world to Europe. So um I mean it's a good idea whoever came up with it but I've never been a big fan of having an NFL franchise here in the UK. I don't think it works. And obviously, from a logistical perspective, it's, it's just going to be so expensive. It's going to cost teams so much money. I mean, I can understand they might be able to generate revenue with these international games. But also, it's I'm not sure the players want it. I'm not sure players will want to do all that travelling. I mean, can you imagine, say, for example, the Jags, if they were in London, can you imagine how much traveling they would have to do back and forth? So, I've never been the biggest fan. So, I kind of like this whole get the jugs, make them a London team, two, three games in a year and see how that goes. But I do have to say this though, these games have come a very long way. I remember I remember the time when, I mean, we used to get some really, really... Listen, I love the NFL. I'm glad that we get to, um, to experience this whole... You know movement where nfl is trying to grow trying to get international it's america's game but i just i remember a time when we used to get some really bad games and obviously the Jags have been coming in for a long time but we 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 had some and believe me when i tell you these were some bad bad football games i mean they would give us some bad bad teams and you know it, it just wasn't nice but obviously the nfl it's just a league that prides itself with parity they believe in evening things out how do we try to make things even how do we make the playing field level for everyone so over time of course the Jags are always going to be a bit they're always going to improve you draft Trevor Lawrence from Clemson obviously he comes into the league he's projected to be you know a generational talent which I think he will be and I think all things equal Patrick Mahomes Josh Allen Joe Burrow, um, the guy in, um, with the charges, Justin Herbert, and the list goes on and on. I think all things equal. He might even be the second best quarterback in the game. So he's, I believe he's that elite. He's on that level. So, I mean, the jugs are always going to improve based on parity and the draft and how, you know, teams tank and all of that sort of stuff. So if they come to London over a period of time, we're going to have a good game. We're going to have some good games. So, I mean, I quite like the Bills. I quite like the Bills-Jugs fixture. I think that was great for um for the NFL product, and um it was interesting to see how that would have played out. I mean, given the fact that the Bills remember they lost their first game, and then obviously they've come along, they've won back-to-back-to-back games, and obviously they've they've dropped this one, and you know Josh Allen has had his issues. He's he's throwing interceptions here and there. The offensive line cannot run block. He's the best runner on that team, so um, you no, know, no, it, it would have been interesting to see how that one went. But listen, that for me that was a great game. You know, obviously the Bills are a team this year. They're gonna run a lot of two tight ends. Said so, obviously that helps with with both the passing game and the run game. Obviously, this is a team that has struggled to run the football. I mean, Sean McDermott, he's a defensive minded guy. I know that's, the, that's his side of the ball, but he's never really fixed that all line and the run game from that particular person. And we all know, I don't care who you are, look at the Chiefs, for example, this year. They are running the football, and you can see Mahomes' numbers, they're going down. But you need to have a run game. I mean, I know it's cliche. You probably hear this every single time in the NFL. People keep banging on about a run game. Oh, yes, you need a run game. So, you know. It, I mean, it was great to see, you know, that product come to London. You know, obviously the Bills are a team, primarily they're a four-man rush team, so they never blitz, you know, so even their red zone defence is actually very good. You know, and for years they've always been one of the top-ranked defences in the National Football League, so it was interesting to see how the Jags actually matched up, especially in the red zone. You know, so this is a Bills, you're looking at the Buffalo Bills, they never they never give up too many points when it when it comes to red zone you know whether it's their zone defense but when teams get into that those last 20 yards we're talking field goals they never give up touchdowns but obviously maybe you put it down to jet lag and so many other factors i mean the jugs have been in london for two weeks So maybe they had the advantage, maybe probably. But they're not a bad team. I mean, this is a team I felt this year would kick on and I even felt that they could play in the championship game against the Chiefs. That's how much I actually rated that's how much I rated the Jags. But it was it was always gonna be one of those low scoring games, twenty well, twenty five, twenty. I don't know if that's low scoring. But it was always gonna be that. You know, but listen in hindsight, listen, the, the London games, international games, they're always going to improve. They'll become better with time. So if you base the jugs here... I mean, listen, in the NFL, you could never, ever be a bad team forever unless you're the, you're the Bears, Chicago Bears. But even they played in the Super Bowl against the, um Peyton Manning and the Colts. So, you know, you can never be bad forever. So it was great to see them come. But I still think, given what London has meant to... Um, to the NFL, these internationals. I think London deserves better. I think we should have had the Dolphins-Chiefs game. That should have been the London game. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the league. The Dolphins are the high-flying team right now, and they're the fastest team in the league on offense. Unbelievably quick. And you may even make a case that Mike McDaniels might even be the best coach, best offensive-minded has, whatever you're gonna call it, he might be the best right now in the National Football League. And I think, given all those dynamics and what London has meant to the to the NFL, I don't think it's fair that that game goes to Germany. You know, I know last year's atmosphere. I believe it, it might it may have been the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Seattle Seahawks. Ma- amazing game. Uh, I think that game might have been in Munich last year. NFL Network did that game fantastic atmosphere but come on man they just London's been on this whole NFL movement for a long time so I think going forward the NFL can do a much better job of at least if you rate those fixtures in terms of entertainment value I think London deserves we deserve that fixture listen Germany could have had Tennessee Baltimore we don't want Tennessee Baltimore we want Chiefs and Dolphins now that would have been the game so in hindsight it's listen my biggest takeaway is we've come a long way i look forward to this next year at least give us three three games you know tottenham was part wembley it's a beautiful thing you know so um yeah that's that's just my takeaway pretty much i just want to dive into the chiefs vikings game which listen i follow the chiefs They are super bowl champions i believe they've got what it takes to even get back to the Super Bowl this year so I try and keep an eye on every single Chiefs game but for me, my biggest worry coming into this year was always going to be the offensive line you've lost both tackles Andrew Wiley, Orlando Brown obviously Orlando Brown had to get paid Andrew, uh, listen, they're all moving because they have to get paid and last year, Andrew Wiley gave up I believe he gave up the most sacks on that offensive line so obviously, on that right side they they've paid you know the the current right tackle but he's been awful man like lining up in the backfields too many penalties he's he's just they need work but Andy Reid is a guy over the last few years he's shown that he understands protection he's one of those few offensive minded coaches who can rebuild an offensive line and he's done this over the years whether it's in Philadelphia or even here at KC so interesting to see how that plays out i believe if they do falter at some point in the season it's going to come down to the offensive line the receiving core can do so much better listen that vikings the defense showed up but they're not known for having a good defense they've always struggled i remember last year daniel jones just ran on them just absolutely destroyed them so i think with them they've had They've been lucky with the fixtures they've had this season. So they can almost, you know, try and error with certain, you know, parts of their team. So I think that receiving core is still very suspect. Guys have to show up. Sky Moore, Marquez, Valdez, Cantlin, even Kadarius Tony. You know, I've not seen him in the return game this year on special teams. But last year, I remember what he done at the Super Bowl. So I think it'll be interesting to see how the Chiefs you know, how they patch up the offensive side of the ball, which is weird because normally that's their strength. If you say the Chiefs are struggling, they struggle on defence or oh, the defence comes along, which like the offence drugs the defence. But now this year, it looks like they're going to have a very good defence. They have so many rookies on there, so they can afford to keep so many of those guys, a couple of second-year players on there. That linebacking call is solid. Secondary is magnificent. Ligeria like need at the back. It's all perfect. Um, Obviously, the Vikings have their own issues. You know, they won a lot of close games last year. And this year, it looks like it's flipped the other way around. So, all those games that would have been close, that they would have won last year, they are now losing these games. One score game, one score game. So, I don't think they'll make the playoff. I think it's going to be one of those years. It'll be rough. But, listen, Kurt Cousins, he's a top guy. I think he's he's a top 16 QB in this league so whatever happens this year he's a guy that can always get paid anywhere in the league um yeah so that was pretty much the chiefs vikings and just to finish off this this edition i just want to do a quick just my quick hot takes based on what we've seen this this week week five what are my current hot quick hot takes ready let's go Number, Number right, so five. for me, it's Sean Payton and Bill Belichick. I'm looking at these two guys, they've been legendary. Listen, Bill Belichick, most the winningest coach in National Football League, and Sean Payton, one of the greatest offensive minds in this game. He had so much to say as a broadcaster, and obviously, he's come out and had a go at Nathaniel Hackett, the job he's done last year with the Broncos, and right now, they're laying an absolute egg same applies to bill belichick and obviously that brings up all that debate is it bill is it tom brady right now it's not looking good for for bill belichick and i think given the coaches we have right now mike mcdaniels whether it's a kyle shanahan and all these young guys you know the game is full of so many young coaches it's just reads that's from that mode of all the coaches that's still kind of relevant or making any noise so i think right now you're looking at those two guys Their days may be numbered. I don't think too many guys right now, when they're done, will be running after Sean Payton. Definitely not Bill Belichick. He's over 70. Number Number four. Right, so for me, San Francisco, they are an interesting team. I don't think, I don't buy into all that hype. I honestly don't. I think it's hype. I've seen this from San Francisco pretty much every single year. This is a team that always plays the right way. They run that football. 11 personnel zone running game outside zone so they're a team that's primarily they're very good at running that football they'll run it with even Debo Samuel who ain't even a a running back he's listed as a wide receiver but when you when you watch them in that run game you actually think he's a running back so they've always they've always done this but they haven't won a Super Bowl I mean I'm not the youngest but at least I'm old enough to remember NFL for some time and I don't even remember San Francisco winning a Super Bowl. So I think come play of time, you know, they may even run into the Chiefs at a Super Bowl, and you know, I think the Chiefs are going to beat them. So I think I'm not getting carried away with all this. We saw this with Colin Kaepernick. we different head coach Harbour was that was Harbour's era. We've seen this with Jimmy Garoppolo, and I'm not getting carried away with the San Francisco 49ers. I think right now. We're making too much noise. They're the Detroit Lions. We make too much noise with these teams. Number Number three. Right, so the Cowboys, obviously, so much noise. Cowboys, they got blown out. I think, for me, their biggest test was always going to be a stout offensive line. Now, that San Francisco offensive line is something to behold, especially on that left side. I think he's the best right now in the game. But I always wanted to see, based on the speed they have, especially with my everyone on that line is fast. Front line. Second line, they are unbelievably rapid. These guys can move. So I've always wanted to see how can they stack up against say the top offensive lines in the game, whether it's Green Bay or Detroit or even Philadelphia, who they happen to be in the same division as. So you want to see how these lot stuck up. Obviously they got destroyed. But I still think this is this is the Cowboys man throughout Dark Prescott's era. We've seen this. He's always had a great run game and a top offensive line and they still haven't done anything. And for me, those are always, and pr- plus a defense as well. So, run game, offensive line, defense. This this is enough for any top QB. That's enough for you to go out there and actually win a Super Bowl. So, for them not to have 1-1 one, one with all those elements intact, I just think they're overrated. Obviously, everyone's going to talk about them because they are the Cowboys. Number 2. <clears throat> Jimmy G, listen. Three different teams. New England, San Francisco. Right now with the Raiders, obviously, he's replacing a legend in well based in raider nation Derek carr they love him there you know he's now moved on to new orleans but this is a guy who wins he's got one of the best win percentages in the league i think it's about time we respect this guy we all thought that the the raiders were going to stink we i mean you look at that team from top to bottom and you couldn't tell what unit was strong with its offensive line or even the defense i mean we all know their best player is Devonte adams but my lord how this guy for some reason manages to still win games is, is just beyond me you know i think this is a guy who could lead this team to 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 a record that's above 500 and if, if he can do that and they end up in the playoffs listen it's time to give this guy his flowers you know and stop with all this there's so much jimmy g slander in the league so much disrespect i think he's earned his stripes he's earned the right to be respected on that level number one and then for me last last but not least it's got to be the chiefs man these guys i mean they win they beat minnesota by one it's all their wins are. they barely blow teams out but they're even chicago or even the jets but don't get don't don't get it twisted if they play a proper team they will give him a proper game that it's who the Chiefs are it's like they play to the level of competition and right now it's still early doors but it seems to me like Patrick Mahomes is trying to establish what kind of what kind of like LeBron James in the NBA you know first first two three quarters he's trying to establish who's going, who can I get going you know you know where's mike mike miller where is um shane batty in that corner you know how do i get ray allen how do i get all these guys going i mean patrick mahomes looks to me like he's he's running the show in that regard, and i won't be surprised come week 10 11 12 when these guys are rolling and you almost can't stop them for me them and the bengals are the teams to look out for you know don't get carried away by all this early you know kind of they're not looking fluid early doors but come late, late December, man. These will be the teams that nobody wants to play. And I think going forward, I, honestly, I've got the Chiefs to repeat. You know, I, 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 just, I just don't see any other scenario. You know, that that they're that sort of team. You know, you write them off at your own risk. Right, listen. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, like I said, do us a favor, support this channel subscribe like share this content and listen we, we are going to be way more consistent with all this sort of content i mean the nfl is growing it's a great movement around the uk right now so um no it, it's great to um it's great to do this kind of stuff and you know don't forget to share this and we shall see you next time